The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. This is James Loving. I'm host of Loving That Sports Talk. And I'd just like to say uh, I got a good guest. Look, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's up, everybody? Come on now. That's uh, true luck. He's in the studio. This is James. I'm out here in Chicago. I had to come visit fine, but I'm on my way to the airport to get on the plane and get back in the studio. You on the... What, you know? I mean, what you doing out there, man? What's, what's up with the weather out there, man? Is the weather out there oh, doing something it, good for you? It, it is cold out here in Chicago. I tell you that, boy. I miss that Arizona weather, but, you know, you got to go see family and take care of some business. You got to go see the family. I, I, I see you, man. You know what I mean? Hey, Jay, first of all, man, I'm loving what you're doing around here, man. So, you know, I appreciate you having me on um, right now. I'm in the studio, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm cooling out right now. You know, it's, it's nice and warm in here, and, uh, you know, well, I mean, it's nice and comfortable and very comfortable in the, my surrounding settings. So uh, well, I appreciate you having me on, man. So what we got to uh, talk about today? What you want to do? Well, we got two guests on the line, too, so I guess we can go and ask them a couple of questions. We have um, Charles Kimbrough. Are you there, Charles? Yes, sir. I am here. How you guys doing? Doing good. Um, and then we have um, Carl Lane. Carl, you on the line, too? Yes, I am. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I mean, he, he said he said that. Oh, probably good afternoon. I mean, what's up, man? <laughs> Come on, now. Let's get this thing going, man. What this? Yeah, you, you know, good afternoon. Where you, where you from, Carl? I'm from Oakland, California. Live here in Atlanta. Hey, ATL is in the is in the building. Okay, there's no question it's in about the house. it. There you go. You in the house? Is it a house? Is it a mansion? An apartment? Is it like a bicycle or a cardboard box? Where, where ATL at? <laughs> well, I tell you what. If I was back in Cali, it'd be a mansion out here, man. It's just average, so. <laughs> well, I tell you what, none of y'all guys want any of this cold weather out here we have, but, you know, let's go on and get started. You know, I got True, True Luck, you know, I got um, Carl and um, Charles been on the show before, and, you know, I would love, I, like I said, I want to bring them back, and I'd like to talk a bit more. First, I want to start off with uh, Carl, your son, he plays for the Texas Rangers, right? <clears throat> yes, he does, just left yesterday, headed back there. He's actually in Texas today, and will be landing, or be getting into, uh, Surprise Arizona tomorrow. And, you know, give us a little bit about where did he play at in college and all that, you know, let the listeners. He was actually uh, an All-American out of high school. He was drafted out of high school. He was an Under Armour All-American and also an Aflac All-American uh, in baseball and also in football. He signed for the University of Oregon and uh, just kind of weighed them both. And for him, he wanted to take his talents to the uh, MLB, so now he's playing baseball. So this is his 
this will be his second full season. Now, I don't know about that, man. Come on now. I mean, you know, you can't let the football player go over to baseball now. I mean, you can't. Oh, yes, I can. I, I mean, come on. Come on. Huh? Talk to I, me. mean, I mean, yeah, I'm going to talk to you now. I played a few years. You know, I mean, I played a few years. I mean, about 12. But, you know, <laughs> but it, it's cool either way. But when you got them skills to go ahead and tote that rock, Man, you gotta let him go ahead and do his thing, man. I mean, did you push him to that to that baseball thing? Come on, man. You know the money's guaranteed over there. Yeah, man, it don't make a difference. A man, we ain't, you ain't playing for the love of the money, man. You playing for the go ahead the the skill, man. Come on, now we got all these listeners out here. Let's be real with them. Of course, you play for the love of the game too, but you also. Uh, play to retirement, and, and and it's a business too. So you want to get as much as you can while you can get out with your health and and sit down in the booth like we're doing right now. Yeah, I mean, if if you look at oh, go ahead, my my fault, Jay. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say, you know, I want to get Chuck out there. I want to actually tell. I get you to what you've done, because you've been on my show, did your show. But Charles, you know, go tell the listeners you've been on the show before. You know, I know you got your son. I watched him play. You know, and. Your nephews. Go ahead and tell them about what your son and your nephew is doing. Well, right now we're just getting ready for um, a pro day opportunity for these two young men. Um, mainly my son, He just he's just coming out of a Division II school back in North Carolina. Actually, uh, the name of that school was Elizabeth City State University. Um, and then my nephew, he, he's been out, out of the game for a minute, but he was uh, at Wake Forest. So uh, they're just here now, getting ready and challenging me as a as a, a, a former player. And you know, at, at 47, you know, I tell them I still I, I can run a 47 at 47 at 47. You know, so, so but it's just not 40 yards. Get ready. Yeah. Not 40 yards though. There you go. There you go. Hey, it looked good though. You know, it looked good. He got a, a, I'll race any one of y'all any day. You know what I mean. You you will. You're you're a race at, at forty seven. <laughs> you really want to? Is that something you really want? I mean, maybe you won't reconsider that. You know, I mean, lube up pretty good before you go ahead and get out there now. <laughs> All he'll do is drink orange juice and run hills before he do it. That's you know? it. I drink orange juice and run hills. <laughs> hey. Hey. Hey, hey, true. Uh, he'll be like that guy on the cable guy, Jim K. I got a warm. Don't want to pull a hammy. Yeah, you know? don't want to <laughs> pull pull something, man. I mean, you know. Uh, well, you know, you pull, know maybe you should pull, maybe you should just pull out the race because maybe that's not the race you want. <laughs> I, tell, I, I tell you, I, I tell you, but you know that that sounds pretty good. It, it sounds to me, you know, uh, like you you got to be in some. Uh, Amazing shape, simply uh, because uh, if you said at forty-seven you can run a four-seven, you know that means you're doing something. You're doing something out there with, uh, you know, what you eating. You know what you eating. Uh, what, what you sleeping? I mean, what, I mean, what type of vitamins you taking? Man, I this is a family show, man. I can't tell you everything, you know. <laughs> I mean, it ain't got. It can't be a bad. It can't be a bad thing. I mean, you know, I'm just saying. I mean, if you, maybe sleeping a little bit more than doing. Uh, but yeah, now that sounds pretty good, man. That's that is impressive at, at, at that age. There. Well, go ahead, Truth. Um, tell my listeners. I did a show with you inside the trenches, your show, and you've been on my show. And I, you know, I always love to have you on there. When we do shows together, it's great. But go ahead, tell Chuck and I'm Carl, and then we'll go ahead and get the show rolling. But tell me what you, you what teams you've been on. Oh, you. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I've been on. I've been on a lot of teams, but 
you know, I, I really don't really get into that. I mean, I played uh, I played 12 years, and, uh, you know, I'm very grateful to do that. So, you know, my show is Inside the Trends. I want to thank everybody for, you know, tuning in and checking us out uh, week in and week out. And get ready for Inside the Trenches. You know, the train and started up about the run through the train station. So if we stop at your station, you better get ready. So Inside the Trenches is a weekly show, uh, 12 p.m. Pacific Mondays. And we're going to be starting March 7th. It's an interactive show that's sweeping the nation. And simply, uh, I am the voice of America making this thing happen to you. So, you know, I appreciate it, Jay. You know, one thing I, w- I will say, Jay, is that uh, I played for the Packers. And, uh, you know, I look at, I played with Aaron Rodgers, right? And you know, I look. I'm looking at. I'm like, man. You know, and I play. I play with Brett too. But I'm like, uh, I'm like, you know what? You know, come on now. You know, we could have won that Super Bowl back then, man. You know what I mean? It, it, <laughs> you know what I mean? I had I had a little soft spot. I was like, come on now. I mean, we was we were good then, but come on now. You, you telling me these guys just won the Super Bowl a few uh, five years after I leave? You know? So I was like, hey, man. Well, true. If Chuck could run the 40 or 47, you probably could have won it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but like Carl say, is it the 40, you know? <laughs> yeah, it may be a 10, though, right? <laughs> you sure it's not the 10? Hey, it felt well, good to me. You know what I mean? Hey, I want to ask, I mean, Chuck and um, Charles, since you guys out that way, the athlete that, you know, USC, um, UCLA get, you know, like in SEC, why are they so different from the other league? Why are they getting the best athlete and nobody want to go to, like uh, like what we went to, Chuck and all that? You know, why, why is that? Well, I think Hollywood has glamorized it. And um, uh, they're showing, you know, we're, we're in such a materialistic society. You know, the, the, the Range Rovers, the, the, the convertibles, you know, the, the sexy looks, the clothes, the bling bling, everything, you know, it's <clears throat> people are attracted to that. And then you've got these uh these folks that are called coaches, uh and supposedly called you know, being mentors, but they're called mentors and they're they're just painting this this false image of what it's supposed to what it's gonna be like. Just come play for us, you know, this is all possible. And so like Carl was saying about about Braxton uh, choosing uh, baseball over football, you know, it, it is a business. You know, we love the game, but there's a few things that, you know, media has taken taken really the the focus off of the love and kind of put it more so on on on, on the, the glamour and all the tools and trinkets. That's my opinion. That's what I think is attracting these guys to these major markets. So what about Boise State? What about Boise State? Boise State, TCU, those well, TCU, no, but that's a major market. They're getting them. Yeah, man. But that 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 just happened, Carl, because I took a recruiting trip to Boise, and Boise was nothing like it was now. I, I wouldn't dare to Boise, but now, like you say, it's like recruiting. People want to go there now because they've been winning, and they're an elite team now, and everybody looking at them. But before, nobody wanted to go to Boise, but it's got to be a winning program, I think. But it's still it's still at the same place on the map, though. But yeah. they're winning program now. You know, nobody want to go where they lose them. Nah. And plus, they 
Go ahead, Drew. What? Hey, you know, quiet is kept, man. I mean, Boise State's been doing it for a long time, you know. I mean, it's been doing it since, like, 2000. Um, actually, before then, it's been doing it in, in, the, in, the, in the 90s, too. That blue turf, a good friend of mine that I was able to play with, his name was Shenard Hart. They uh, that that they, that Bronco stomp man. They've been Bronco stomping out everybody, you know, for over a decade. So it ain't where you're from; it's how you come. I mean, and, and they just coming. Just a lot of people just aren't noticing. I mean, I wouldn't want to notice them either if you got the blue turf. You know, maybe if you had, you know, maybe yellow turf or something like that. But that blue turf, man, they, uh, you know, they won't put on the map. But they they've been doing anything for a long time. So. You know, when we talk about those, those schools that don't get highly recognized, it, it really isn't where you're from, man. It, it's it's how you come. So you can, you know, if your kid goes there, your kid can change the whole uh, the whole scope of it just by them being there. So with their skills, they let them let them ride that thing out. So you know, yeah. But I want to ask you this, Carl. I'm come back to you too, because I know yeah. you went to a smaller school. But Carl, if your son would have came to you and said, "Hey, I'm going to." Well, what's one of the baseball top schools? Let's say, uh, I don't know. Arizona State. Florida State. Arizona State. And then they come and have a smaller school. You wouldn't say go to that smaller school, would you? Well, you know, I'm a little different um, because I understand uh, there's life after that sport. So I'm going to go where he's going to get the best development and the best experience. So I played in the Pac-10. And understand that, you know, a lot of my time was dedicated just to playing football, which is a good thing. Now that I'm older and I train athletes and I go to some of these campuses and visit some of these uh, organizations, I'm finding out that experience has everything to do with it. So do I want to go to a school where I'm just a slave to that sport? Uh, Knowing what I know now, I would say no, get the experience because – Training is good, and when you get on the stage, do it. But there's so much away from that sports from a training standpoint. Uh, you can still get what you need. So some of the smaller schools now, they are getting their kids drafted and getting them seen and getting exposure with the Internet. With shows like this, it's a great platform to get out there. So not necessarily am I going to say, hey, man, go for the show. Uh, I'm going to say, man, you know, learn your craft um, and get it. Well, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to go take a break. In fact, I want, I want you, Truth, to talk about because you went to a smaller school and you still was able to succeed. So we want you to elaborate on it, then we'll come back with Chuck and you, Carl. We're gonna have a little, this show going to be fun. We're going to have fun on this show today. Yeah. So this is James Loving. I'm hosting Loving That Sports Talk, and we'll be right back after this break. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Get ready to talk sports. 
with someone who definitely has an opinion, but respects yours as well. The beginning of every week is Crunch Time with Keenan Howry. We'll talk about what happened this weekend and what to look forward to next weekend. Keenan and his guests are ready to discuss the issues with you about football and sports in general. It's Crunch Time with Keenan Howry. Every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. And make your voice heard. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, host of Loving That Sports Talk. And I got my guest, I got Chula. Is in the studio for me in, in uh, Arizona. You feel that, true? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah man. Got, we got you, baby. I got Carl Lane and I got Chuck Kimmer, one of my great friends that, you know, I'm, and I'd like to let you guys know I got over a thousand listeners today in Chicago listening to the show. So, got to give a, a shout out to everybody in Chicago that's tuning in today and hear uh-huh. everybody on the show today. So, you know, everybody been texting me and calling me. Like, we, we logged on, we listening. So, you guys are, you know, Shout out to Chicago, Chi Town. You know, Chuck don't know nothing about that. So, and Chi Town better start. Chi Town better start calling in, man. Don't be acting shy out there, Chi Town. <laughs> what y'all doing, man? Do Chi Town know about playing some spades? What's up? Oh, come on, come on, man. Come on, I'm from New we're, York. We're What's we're up? Originated. What you mean? Yeah. Tell you right now. You, you see, Chuck and um, Carl, they said them about spades because they used to playing hearts and. Fish, go fish, you know. Yeah, yeah. They don't you know about bringing dominoes. You better bring them dominoes. <laughs> they study long. They study wrong, Carl. They That's what I'm long. talking about, man. I got a domino in my pocket right now. That's what I majored in. Yeah. So what you said, y'all challenging me and True Love in a dominoes game? No, we pl- play some spades. Let's see what they all about right there, and then, and then we'll we'll gravitate to your game. Yeah, I guess you boys can only go left, huh? Whatever you bring to the table. <laughs> Bring it on. Mm-hmm. Hey, man. We can shoot marbles. It's all good. Hey, hey, okay, see. Hey, we, remember we used to play Jack? Chuck, you know about we playing Jack. You used to be all around with the girls playing Jack and jumping rope. You know that double dutch? But we won't talk about that, Chuck. No, you know, I won't put you out there like that. Hey. Another show. Hey, 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 love, hey, love. I, want, I wanted to ask you something. I don't mean to uh, interview him with this, but... Did you see what was going on with the the Carmelo Anthony trade? I mean, you know, with with that, what's up with that, man? I mean, New York. Well, my, maybe you guys can help me, but my take it is is 
these these athletes got to go to where they want to go now because the owners are getting caught up and they you know so it's kind of nice to see that the athletes now they can choose where they want to go. They're not stuck in one place and got to do with the owner and you know, so I think you know, it's a great thing. Go where you want to play. You know the money and because the, the owner's still going to get that money. No but did he what. did he want to go to New York though? Really though. I don't know, Chuck. What do you guys think? I don't know. Heck yeah, he wants to go to New York. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. What uh, you mean? Melo is a he's a he's a good player. He he's he's, he's dominant player, and uh, he just wasn't getting the, the attention uh, uh, that I feel he wanted in in a market like Denver. You know, uh, the big stage. It was all the talk about you know LeBron going and and now he and Dwayne and those guys are in a market like Miami. Uh, Hey, I, I went to school Wyoming, man. I, I remember we some friends of ours put on a concert in Denver. Now Denver's a nice place, like the city and all, man. But it the, the the promoters had to walk around with flyers because they couldn't get play on the radio station. So you know, a market like Denver just doesn't support the dollars that that a market like like uh, New York does. So yeah, it's all about the Benjamin. No man, it can't be about that. I mean, it's they both NBA teams, New York, Denver. I mean, you're still gonna get the same well, money. Okay, well, well, why did Chauncey Billups go to then? I mean, that's what they put in the deal. Well, he didn't say like he didn't want to go. He wants to go because. It's a bigger city. Yeah, even though it's a bigger city, you don't, you don't, you're not going to get more money. I mean, anytime you drop that basketball and that thing say NBA, it's still the same paycheck. So from a marketing standpoint, you think that if you were to go to a, a smaller town like a uh, an Oklahoma City or something like that, that it, it would still equate to the same? Yeah. Thinking about this, LeBron James was where? LeBron James was where? In Cleveland, Ohio. All right. Now he's in Miami. Who's who's the, the known man in Miami? Dwayne Wade. There we go. But LeBron James went to Cleveland. Because he wasn't marketable in, in Cleveland as he could be in Miami. It, no, no, like, he's in he's in I mean he's they we still call him the king, but is he really the king right now? This is first year, but look at Look at the creativity. Look at the, the job opportunities, the things that he creates. For what? There's so much excitement and the buzz in that city and every city they go into. The, the heat, their, their sales for merchandise is up. And I'm, I'm by a computer right now, are up drastically. Okay, you know, time out. Mecca. I mean, look at Sanchez coming from SC. Yeah. I mean, it don't it don't make a difference. Look, because of who he is, they coming to him. LeBron James was the biggest thing going on in Cleveland. Yeah. Cleveland, yeah. come on now, said, you know Cleveland's on the map. Sanchez, if I said Mark Sanchez to the Cleveland Browns, is, is he the man still? Yeah, he he's, he just has to do what he does, and then they coming. All you got to do is do what you do. But Trula, you ain't getting the point. You still saying because he bring, but. That player want to have a bigger city. If you told me I had a choice to go from Wyoming and to California, dude, and I knew how Wyoming was, I'm going to go to California where I can do more. LeBron couldn't do that much in Cleveland, so he was the man with so much to do out there. What do you mean? They called him the king. So, love. So, love. So late, love. I'm in Wyoming right now. Later on the night, what you doing, bro? I mean, I'm going cow chipping. Right. I'm going rodeo. I'm going wrangler. If that's your thing, that's you. But there's more to do there, more for your family from an attraction standpoint. Right. You know, early on we started the show by talking about the glitz and glam and what sells. And that is a market that does it in all sports. 
Um, they're stars there. Money comes to that area. Focused on the Benjamins, man. That owner for the Cleveland Cavaliers, he did everything in his power, played every spade card he could possibly get. <laughs> a, a local, a local, a local talent. You know, a super he, talent. He knew what it was going to be in terms of of seed time and harvest. So he put he bet the house on that, and he and he won, he had a good harvest for for several years. Seven so LeBron. Thing that he couldn't get attract the the, the the camaraderie from other players to come and, and support him to get where he wanted to go. Now whether he ha- whether he gets to the dance or not, in his mind, a bigger market, what he feels are uh, are compatible players, will put him in a situation where even if he doesn't win a ring. He will make out just as well as the owners do, just in terms of sales, just in terms of marketing. LeBron Heartbeat of America. Understand, he understands the business. No, so quite naturally, no they want to ring, just like, just like that team you was on, True, was good enough. Yeah. You know, but it, it but didn't it happened to you left. But oh! <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you got in the pink toe there. Oh! Down the low blow. I'm gonna let got that. Him in that pinky toe. Hey! Oh, okay. Oh, okay. See what they did? But you know what, Chuck? Marketing is the key, and then uh, we gonna get into that before the show because you does a lot of that, Chuck. And I like talking, but. If you market it true, it don't matter where you, I mean, like you say, if he had clean mark, but there's still not enough for him to do with family and sight, you know, like Chuck was saying, you know, hey, you could have the team and win it, like what you was on, true, and then it happened. <laughs> you know? See, hey, Jay, come on now. All right, let's, let's, all right. We go, all right, let's hey, You talked about, talked about that four seven, so I had to get you, true. But, you know, Carl never said what he read, he can run it in now, so, you know, he got to keep quiet on that one. All right, all right. So this is how this is how we'll 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 take it like this. I mean, um, I, I see I see what y'all saying, but I'm, I'm saying you know in, in in the sense like if you break it down, you know Cleveland for his family purposes, you know it may not be enough to do. But if you look at if you're a company, if you're companies, and you have this this prodigy there, you're going to where he's at because of the fact that it's flourish is flourishing. But when you look at what LeBron, I mean, look at what LeBron brings. Let's think about this for a second. Now, Cleveland, you didn't hear anything about them. But then when he came, when he came and they started winning, they went to championships, they went to the playoffs, they had to, they had to, uh, they was over 50, they were winning 50, 60 games, 50, 60 games in a year. And once he left, a complete change. So it's basically showing you that if you're a company, any business you are, you're going to go to the city that he is in. So it don't matter where you are, you're going to go to that city where that kid is in because of the fact that he's bringing business. So his shoe deals, his clothing deals, his commercial deals, they were all in, they were all in Cleveland about Cleveland calling him the king. So it didn't make a difference where he's at. Miami, he's not getting the same, even though it's the first year. In his first year, at Cleveland, he got more publicity than he did here at Miami. But, but it's not. Can I say something on that? So, oh, yeah, if I'm an actor right now, <clears throat> do I want to go to Cleveland? Do I want to go to Oklahoma? Do I want to go to Wyoming? If you're an actor, is that what you're saying? An actor. You're an actor. You're talking about just marketing. Now you I want to market. I want to go where the fish are. So, 
LeBron, you're right. He had some great things happen in Cleveland, and he was a king. But he'd be called king a lot more places than where he was at. And that was a market. It was a dry market. So I'm talking about that. You're talking about in the world, New York City, that New York area is a heartbeat, one of the heartbeats of America. There's a lot going on. You can shuck a whole lot more oysters. So <laughs> from a marketing standpoint, there's a lot more options that I would have in a major market. If you're if you're a ball if you're a ball player, what do you want to do? Do you want to you want to market yourself, or you want to play ball and let your play get everything it else? On where that you comes. are in your career, you sh- and I'm sure you know that. Yeah, I mean, he's you know you're still a ball player, and we all we all play, you know, top college. Um, I was released professional. I know Charles was too. So you come in there for the love of the game. And I have family that, that's played the game for, for 13, 14 years, too. And then, you know, it, it's winning. Then it becomes, you know, financial. So I think as you go up that ladder, things change in your career. But I'll say this. You want to go when you're hot, where it's hot. Deion Sanders was a great um, example of that. Marketing yourself while you're hot. Right now, Carmelo is hot. It's hot. Now, talk to Carmelo five, six years down the road, the opportunity probably wouldn't be there. Right. And I think his goals would be different. I mean, I can't wait to hear some of the callers, you know, call in and talk about this, too. So I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying that for me, hey, I'm going to go for where I'm going to strike that platform. I had the same conversation with my son. You know what? We're going to take a break. And, Carl, we want to hear that conversation that you have with your son because I'm like you, Carl. you got to go where you definitely got to market yourself because you want to make money in marketing yourself, too. But, you know, you still got to go to the right place. I mean, you can't market yourself <laughs> that you're going to market you in Miami. If I'm going to pick Wyoming, Cal Tipping, or I'm going to go to um, Miami. So when we come back, we're going to have um, Carl Rabelais that with his son. Then we have Charles. Then we gonna have um, R.K. R. K. Chula with the, he kept around the four seven and the forty. I grew up faster than that, man. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck, R. K. He better not let me see it when I get back. I'll be like, come on, let's run the forty. You know, let's see. <laughs> I'm gonna fly down and see that. We'll be right back. Loving that sports talk, and I'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you? It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Each week, take a visit inside the locker room of your favorite sport with Dez Clark, Paul Fresh Clark, and Lester Scudder Davis as they bring you sportsmanlike conduct. As a current player, Dez Clark can bring you inside the sports world like nobody can. His co-hosts represent the fans of the sports world. With both points of view on the table, it becomes an engaging and entertaining program, to say the least. Sportsmanlike conduct can be heard Tuesdays, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving. I'm hosting Loving That Sports Talk. And I got uh, True Love in the studio in Arizona. I'm out here in Chicago. I got Carl Lane in Atlanta. And I got Chuck Kimbrough in Oakland. Right, Chuck? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But before we left, I wanted to Carl to elaborate a little bit more what you talk about your son. You you talked to him about, you know, the American way play. Can you tell us more about that, Carl? Well, I, I think it's it's just this, man. He is an injury away from being common. Um, and we talk that conversation all the time. You know, when he's home on the off season. A lot of businesses, they want them to come in and speak or come to a restaurant and they'll have an, uh, a grand opening or a re-grand opening, bring the athletes in, they market for the athletes for themselves, they make the money, and then they say, okay, Mr. Athlete, buy. So it's never, ever a win-win. So understanding being an ex-athlete that, you know, while you're on that platform, utilize it where it's win-win for everybody. Understanding that, you know, they are hot right now and people – they want to. They want to see him. They want to touch him. They want to feel him. Want to know all about him. So I taught my son Braxton. I said, "Look, when you're home, I want them to know you as Braxton Lane, the person, and not Braxton Lane, the player. So when it's time for you to transition away from that sport, you've got to open Rolodex of people in your community. So you transition just a whole lot easier. So I understand that he has a window, and in that window, you know, hey man, make sure you look good. Make sure you're shaking hands, you're looking in the eyes. So just." Some common things that we've learned as young adults, and uh, I think it can carry you a long way. Can you elaborate on that, Chuck? Well, yeah, I, I was, I was, I happened to be in Atlanta about a month ago and got the ch- chance to hang out and shoot some basketball with uh, Braxton and just talking about, you know, as a young man. You know, they getting their perspective, the young folks' perspective. My son and I, we have conversations. You know, we were watching the Warriors uh, and, and the Celtics last night. We were talking about Rondo and versus uh, Nate Robinson, you know, who's better. And just getting their perspective and, and from, from a money standpoint and a marketing standpoint, 
just interesting to get their their perspective and make sure they understand that there's the evolution that's taking place right now in the game is is it's if a young person isn't paying attention and he ventures through the corridors of the of the NFL or the major leagues or the NBA and on the other side he's not set up you know that's his fault for not paying attention i think you know it affects the people around him so you you've got to look at the support system so it all it, it's it's very interesting to have these conversations and teach your teach the young people the aspects of the game because it looks good. It looks fun. It reminds you of when you were a kid or when you were playing. But behind the scenes, those of us who've been involved understand the business side of it. And media is not going to show that. So it, it really relies. It, it really is important to have those conversations and educate them. And and I know Carl's doing a phenomenal job in in working with uh, with his son Braxton because Braxton's a stud. He you know he'll he'll be playing. Um, in, in a park near you pretty soon. They should be calling him up because he's got the speed, he's got the talent, and he's, he's seeing what the celebrityism is, uh, is is all about, just just going and coming back home. So it, it's, it's something that, that we need to take heed to and, and, and reach out and touch when we have the opportunity. Well, you know, I'm going to come back on you with that, Carl, like that I said, but Chula, when you was playing, was there, did you feel there was a window opportunity that you had to do with marketing and all like that? Did you feel your time was running out, like Carl was saying? No, I, I didn't, not when, it, you know, you're talking about before or or like the latter years? When you was in like maybe a lot of, like say your fifth year or sixth year. Yeah, no, nah, I, I, it wasn't about marketing or, you know, because, uh, a coach had told a coach had told me this, and, and I had took it to heart. You know, you know when he said, "It ain't where you're from; it's how you come." Because no one can and stop you. With you, you're gonna make people come to you as long as you continue to do what you do. So it, it didn't become like a, a, a marketing thing because, like I, like when I was in Kansas City, like I, I got a lot of uh, recognition. But then when I went to uh, you know Green Bay, you know I started to think, well, you know I'm gonna go to Green Bay, you know. And I was like, well, it's, it's a small market, but Brett Favre is there, you know. And so it, 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 wasn't a, it, wasn't, it wasn't about, like, the marketing or anything like that. It was just a matter of, you know, anytime you put your hand in dirt, you, go in, you, know, you have an opportunity to, to make an impact, to, to change, you know, you, you can change the, the whole course of something. So that was, my, uh, that was kind of my take on it. It, it just it didn't matter, you know, uh, where I played. It was just a matter of... You know, when you get there, you make the impact, and it'll change things. That's good. I like that, Chula. And, Carl, like like Chuck was saying, um, you know, your son Braxton and how you worked with him, was that hard? Did you have to push him to where sometimes he didn't want to, or was he always willing to work? Because I know I was trying to push my daughter when she was playing basketball. There was sometimes she wanted to do it, and I pushed her. Did you have to do that with Braxton? You know what, he he, he, he got self-motivated kind of early, but I did have to push him um, early. But, no, he got it, and uh, he worked pretty hard. You didn't, have to, you didn't have to push him? How old is he right now? He's 20. He's no, 20. I'm saying I, I did, but he was also a self-starter. So, you know, he, he was a soldier. 
So when we got up at 545 to go to the track, you know, he was in the car. It, it, it didn't take much to drag him out there. So I did have to push him while he was out there. But, you know, he was motivated because he had a vision and he wanted to do it. Man, 545 in the morning, that's early. That's real early. That's early for me, too. <laughs> you sure he ain't winning? I know you because I know how you pushed us when we was in college. Now, with your son and your nephew, did you have to push them? Because you pushed us and we were a little older, I think, than your son and all like that. Did you have to push them? Oh, man, I I, I got to drag these guys. It's, it's, it's amazing getting them out of the bed, man. Um, I was sitting around waiting on them this morning. We we got out there. What time was it, Carl, when I, I talked to you? About 9 o'clock, man. <laughs> yeah. We're supposed to be done by now. It's lunchtime. <laughs> I believe in getting it done early, man. You know, you got to be ready so you don't have to get ready. <laughs> well, you know what, guys? I'm going to take this. I got to get this other guy online from Chicago that you guys listening. I told you got a lot of people out of Chicago listening to you. Are you there, Jimmy Blake? Yes, sir. How you doing today? All right, man. How y'all doing today, man? Good. I was telling my callers that we got a lot of people out in Chicago listening to them. Hey, man, you know, we once you found once well, Chicago found out you was online, man. Who's over with, man? <laughs> you know, once all the guys in the neighborhood, man, the ones that grew up with you, that know what you went through, man, that care about you, man, there's no way in the world they had a chance, opportunity to speak or be a guest to help. You know, anything you were participating in, they wouldn't call in, man. That's awesome. Have you been here what we've been talking about, Jimmy? Uh, bits and pieces, man. Actually, I'm going to the barbershop, man. I said, I bet I want to catch the show, man. So I got my barber and had to go pick him up, man, and, and do a few errands. And he's listening to the show for the first time also, so. You know, you know how we do. We try to do two things at one time, man. You know, barbershop, listen to the show at the same time, man. <laughs> yeah. That's what they do in Oakland. Man. Is that, that what they do? Is that how y'all do out in Chi-Town? Oh, yeah, man. You know, you got it like that. You know, you got your, you got your barber that you're cool with. You know, he can get you in before anybody else. He doesn't have to go get him something to eat. You know, little stuff that look like that. And uh, like I say, uh, ain't nothing like it. You know, I got to go to work, so I eat right on time. <laughs> Jimmy, thanks for calling in. I'm always appreciate everybody. <laughs> uh, no problem, no problem. Like I said, uh, anytime, man. Like I said, uh, you still old man or what? Yeah, I've been still. I'll be getting out of here. Okay, okay, yeah. All right, all right. Well, like I said, man, you, if y'all ever come out of uh, Chicago, man, I'll just figure they got a barbershop off the hook, man, called uh, Everlast, man. So uh, they got some good barbers out here. Love, make sure you stop by there before you get on that plane, man. Last time I seen you, you know, it was that miniature <laughs> frog fro hawk wasn't working. Okay, okay, I, we'll I, make sure we tighten that on up there, brother. <laughs> I haven't seen Carl, but Chuck, you also, you don't get in there because you're wearing a piece. And then True Love, you know, we already know, you know, you still got the Jerry Curl. What? Uh, well, where did they do that at, man? <laughs> Listen, where did they do that at? Hey, hey love still got the shag. No, I got rid of it. Got right. that reverse yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I, I, I got, I got I something for you. With AC Green with the shag on, so I didn't know. I just want to check. <laughs> I, I got, I got what? something for you, love. I, I wanted to ask you this: Is that uh, uh -huh. this is something that's going on right now? Now, uh, the CBA and uh, the, the negotiations they're they're kind of up and down. 
I mean, from your from your standpoint, and, and Carl, I mean, actually everybody that's on, from each body's standpoint, if you if you don't mind taking a second on it, I mean, is there a 2011 season about to happen, or you know, do you think these are negotiations going to stall? Oh, this is my point, and Carl and um, Chuck, you guys, you know, I'm gonna be quick with it because, you know, I think, you know, um, I think it's just all a game. You know, they're gonna wait till they get down, get all the fans and people all stirred up. You know, as you see, each team almost are raising their ticket prices. You know, so it's all about the money, playing around with people, and I just think, you know, it's gonna come down to maybe not get to, and then they have a stench, and then they're gonna because they know they can't lose. All of America watch football. I mean, football, I think, is the number one. So I don't think, you know, they're going to let it go to where they have another lockout because that's going to really hurt them. In that and is it, is, it num- hurt. is it number one over baseball? You know what? And I'm not gonna, I don't want Carl to get mad. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> we want to see what Carl says about this one. Well, I think football is number one. But, but you know what? If I had to do it again, I wouldn't play football. I would play baseball. Oh, come really on. Don't, don't go with what he said, man. You no, I wish I didn't play football. I'm oh, like, you know. What, what, what position you play, man? What what corner of the bench, man, was you on? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I tell you what, Chuck. I would have made that team running that 4-7 that you run. Trust me. Hey, 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 look, man, they got they got this new position love called HBW, Human Bench Warmer. <laughs> But love, I tell you I what, we hey, love, you can't steal first base. You got to be able to hit. <laughs> but, but true, I, I'm gonna go to you too. I didn't play baseball. I played football. Couldn't play it. You couldn't play baseball. I mean, couldn't play it, man. Couldn't hit. Couldn't hit. Well, you know what? I gotta take a break. But then we come back. Uh, I want you to talk about that, Carl, because don't you think baseball more? I mean, you can make it before you can make it football and pro, because there's more positions. You know, well, not more position, but. You're not doing as much. In football, you're about to so many people, you know. But we're going to talk about that when we give. i got to take a quick break. But uh, when we come back, you know, uh, this is Jay Lovey, host of Loving That Sports Talk. And we'll be right back with my guest. Your internet flagship station for sports... Sports. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Hard hitting radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard hitting radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. You 
your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving. I'm with Loving That Sports Talk, and I got Chula in the studio in Arizona. And I got Charles Kimmer in Oakland, and I got Carl Lane out in Atlanta. You know, but before we left, I was telling, uh, we had a little conversation, you know, on the thing, and it was talking about was baseball easier than football. And, Carl, you said no because, um, go ahead, you tell them more. <laughs> well, I think that, that wasn't the question whether it was, it was easier. I think um, football definitely is more taxing on the body. Um, but, I mean, just from saying which sport is harder to just pick up and comprehend, and to do baseball for me is, would be a lot harder. And actually, I couldn't do it. And, and True Love, you said that too. You think baseball too? Yeah, I'm going to have talk about I mean, Barry Bonds. Yeah, I mean, ba- I mean, baseball, I mean, what we were talking about b- before, I know we, we, we jumped around and jumped around a little bit, but baseball, I mean, they don't give it the right justice knowing that the, the skill set when it comes to hitting those 100 mile an hour fastballs. And, you know, the roster, the rosters are, you know what, 20 guys. And you got to go to a minor league system. You actually have to go to a minor league system before you actually go pro. So it's, it's a little bit longer of a process than it is in football. But that skill set that you have to do for the hitting that baseball or, or to gunning down somebody, you know, to be able to be a pitcher, a pitcher that is an amazing skill set. So I got to give it to those guys 100% in running. So it's, it's a little tougher game um, in that aspect. But when you got a kid that can actually play that game, you know, I'll give it to him there. You know what, that's, that's the way to go because that means he's in a, a very, very limited elite group. Now, now Chuck, I know you like you work out, you know, some workout thing. Is the workout harder than baseball and football that players do or, you know, you know, by training, you know, I know, you know what I mean, Chuck? Yeah, I, the, I understand the question. The, the mindset is, is, um, similar. The activity is a lot different because you're, you know, you're, it's a physical game in football. You know, there is some physical aspects to baseball. You know, it's all about the mindset and preparation. Um, what's physical about baseball? Well, you know, I played, you know, I had to back out, though. You know, the curveball kept faking me out, man. One of my buddies, too, he said, man, he, when I was first learning to hit a curveball, he just said, just stay there, man. I swear I won't hit you. And now what did he do, man? The curveball didn't break, man, and it hit me, and, and he scarred me for life, man. I, so I, you, I'm, I'm you afraid go back, of a curveball. You got to get back up and play, man. Man, I, I like to watch, man. That's that's. <laughs> I'd rather watch than play that one. But like I said, Chuck, I was telling Carl when we was off the air, but you could be off field, right field, and might get three balls hit to you, and that's all you hit all day. You standing around. How is yeah, that well, more you, of a you, you know, I, I, the, my son was a, was a really good baseball player, too, but he just liked the – the, the the aspect of football banging into things and 
you know, not sitting still. And I believe to this day, man, baseball is the only game that you could really be the size of a jockey. And not anything against jockeys because that's a, that's a tremendous skill in itself to hang on to a horse going 30, 40 miles an hour. But you could be the size of a jockey and make it to the major league. You know, you just have to have that skill set like you was talking about, you know, the hand-eye coordination um, and the ability to – or the stick ability to, to hang in there. You know, football, baseball is a very, uh, a, a very uh, tough sport in terms of preparing – you know, your core, people don't really realize how strong these guys are in their core. You know, they see them spitting sunflower seeds and, <laughs> back and think that they're not really in shape. But, you know, foot, baseball players do, they do get in shape. That's if you right. look at Carl's son right now, man, he's a specimen, man. He probably has about 5 6% body fat, if that. Dude's yeah, son, I'm, I'm going to say something. I train athletes too, love. Baseball is a game from a skill set. You have to have a skill set. Football, athleticism plays a big part. Actually, these guys are going to kill me for saying it, but one of my business partners is Cecil Fielder. And I'm not sure if you guys remember Cecil, but Cecil was huge. And when you look at Cecil, um, he doesn't or didn't look very, very athletic, even though he was, but his athleticism didn't get him to where he was. It was his skill set. So from a training standpoint, I have to think on the physical side, for the most part, football is a lot more strenuous and harder on your body. On the baseball, you've really got to train your mind for disciplines. And off air, we talked about Barry Bonds. You know, Barry had a discipline. He says, look, if you put the ball between here and here, that's, I'm going to swing at it. And if you put it right here, I'm going to knock it out the park. But he had great discipline. So that was through time after time after time after time, not always swinging, but actually just staying there and looking at it. So um, the whole approach is totally different. But I would think on the physical side, it's definitely got to be football. Okay. Yeah. You know, I got three I got three minutes left before we close. Before we close, I, I want you guys to each tell what y'all do, you know, give y'all like 45 seconds. But I want to thank Jimmy Blaze calling in and all the people from Chicago and y'all that listen to Jimmy. And we got everybody um, downtown in um, Chicago ESP Zone. They um, had a show on right now with all the listeners. And – they would like for us to come down and do a show with all of us sitting in there. So we'll set that up with all you guys and get in there and do a show. Um, i got to go down there and speak to them when we get off, and they want us to come in and do a show down there. But Let's Chuck, do we'll it. start with you. Give us 45 seconds, you know. Um, I'd like to thank my guests, too, for being on. And, True, thank you for being in the studio for me. But go yeah. ahead, Chuck. Well, you know, I, I represent uh, branding. I, any message that any individual out there is trying to share, uh, they can. I can help them build a brand create brand awareness in the marketplace just by simply using a platform or a suite of products that allow you to send out video emails, create your own uh, internet television show, uh, your own web channel where you're not competing with third-party advertisement. It's all about you. You can even set up pay-per-view. It's simply go to promotemyname.com. You get all the details. But people in this time and age would rather watch than read They'd rather talk than type. So you can get your message, your clients, your marketplace can actually feel the passion and sincerity behind your message when they can see you and hear you. That's what I do. I appreciate the opportunity. Okay, Carl, go ahead. Carl, wow. 
That's tough to follow. Well, actually, um, I still work with athletes. Um, I'm really big on transitioning athletes from where they are to where they need to go. Uh, my son started a foundation called the All You Can Be Foundation, uh, B standing for Braxton. We just finished something called the Plan B, which is the, what we did was to um, get those guys associated in their communities and actually transition or have a Plan B outside of their sport. Also, I am a rep for uh, Under Armour uh, Athletics. That gear, I'm sure you guys have seen that um, all over. So I do that and uh, do some branding with Charles also, too. I'm learning a lot more about that business. So I'm just so thankful for you to have me back. Thank you. And True, take us home. Tell hey! Us about hey, what's up, everybody? Yes, this is R. Cal True, 12-year pro football veteran, getting you guys ready, man. It's time to get on this train. Inside the trenches is coming to you March 7th. So get ready. Get ready. If you ain't ready, know who I am. Who I am. All right, we'll see when we see you. This, uh, this is James Love. I'm glad all my guests and I love how you guys are. And Chuck, you and Carl got to come in the studio. Chuck, we're going to talk about that. He's going to be sitting next to me, next to the seat a lot, you know? So we're going to talk about that. And I just, hey, Carl and Chuck, I appreciate it. And Chu, you know you always been there on the show. And when we do it, we do it good. That's right, man. And, and listen, we got, we got tape of you uh, doing a break dance, just so you know. Oh. Yeah, y'all didn't know that part. Oh. That's right. Was that from his wedding? I thought I was from the show. <laughs> hey, we'll okay. see y'all. All right, Carl, you folks take up for me. Come on now. <laughs> Woo! I want to see the video. <laughs> I want to see the video. That's a good one. Y'all be good. All right. Thanks to all my guests for being here. Jay Loving. I will be back in the studio. And this is Jay Loving, hosting Loving That Sports Talk. See you next Love week. Love That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.